Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Your friends in Christ, our Lord in our gospel lesson today speaks about guiding us into the way of truth. In fact, he talks about truth a lot. Not just in John's gospel, but also the evening in which he speaks the words that are today's gospel. It is an important evening. It's Monday, Thursday that Jesus speaks these words. Just 12 hours later, Jesus will be standing in front of Pontius Pilate, ready to be sentenced to death, even death upon a cross. And just before he hears the sentence spoken over him by the judge, he and Pilate have a little side conversation that St. John records for us. Jesus says, I have come into the world to witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pontius Pilate replies with words that ring even today. What is truth? That's a question that we find ourselves asking a lot today, isn't it? What's the truth? Are millions going to die? or not? Is this the most dangerous virus the human race has ever faced? Or not? Should we open the church again and have corporate worship? Or should we keep it closed? Even in yesterday's newspaper, the Lincoln Journal Star, this headline, the best way to love your neighbor is not to infect your neighbor. Is that true? Or does the resurrection make something else more important? Do we need to wait for a vaccine? Or can we just quarantine those who are at risk while the rest of us go about our lives? What's the truth? Can we trust our elected officials to make wise decisions? Or are they just consolidating their power? Should we do what they say or not? What's the truth? Is it safe to go to the grocery store? Or is that the most dangerous thing that you'll do this week? Are you going to live or are you going to die? What's the truth? Should you wear a mask or should you not? What's the truth? If you don't, are you killing your neighbor? Or do they just give you a false sense of security? Should salon owners go to jail for opening their doors while felons are released? What's the truth? stand with Pontius Pilate 
And we ask that question over and over and over again today until we're weary from asking it. What's the truth? What's real? Who and what can we trust? What can we know for certain, for the absolute, no doubt about it, truth? Can we even know? Is there any truth? As we face all of these questions that I've asked earlier, and yes, even more questions than these, no one knows the answer, do they? No one seems to know what the truth is. There's lots of opinions, maybe even highly educated opinions. There are those who pass the blame on to others, saying things like, the virus is in charge of the situation. There are others who say things like, we've done the best job imaginable handling this virus. Way better than we could have thought possible. There are those who say, we failed. There are those who say all sorts of things, but the truth is they're all opinions. And no one seems to know the truth. All the opinions lead to conflict, don't they? So much conflict. Your opinion might not match my opinion. My opinion might not match your opinion. We know that none of the politicians' opinions seem to match. The news stations all say different things. People even change their opinion based on who they're talking to. Your neighbor might have a different opinion than you. Your spouse, your child, your uncle or aunt might. We all have different opinions about what the truth is. But they are just that, opinions. And yet these opinions lead to all sorts of disagreements and conflict and anger and hate and sin. A family member won't speak to another family member. A church member angry at a church or a pastor. Co-workers who won't sit at the same lunch table any longer. Hate grows. Frustration rises. Conflicts, protests, all over the question, what is the truth? 
Sometimes it's so hard to see what's standing right in front of us. Take Pontius Pilate, for example. He had Jesus, God in the flesh, the sacrifice for sin, the one who heals the world and makes all good, standing right in front of him, but failing to realize who he was. As he himself said just a few hours before, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The disciples at the time of our gospel lesson hear Jesus' own words. I tell you the truth. It is for your good that I go away, that I go to the cross, so that the Helper will come. And when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all the truth. These disciples spent three years with Jesus. And yet on the night when he was betrayed, they also don't understand the truth. They run when Jesus is arrested. They lock themselves in when they believe he's dead. And as we heard several weeks ago in a sermon, even when they see the empty tomb, they don't yet understand the truth. And we do the same thing today, don't we? We lose sight of the truth. In the face of all these questions, we lose sight of Jesus, who is the truth. Instead, listening to all these opinions. Yes, Jesus is the truth. The one who has overcome this world. Who has defeated all doubt and sin and difficulty by dying on the cross and rising from the dead. He's the answer to all the questions. Will you die? Will you live? What does Jesus say? Yes. You will die in this world, but yet shall you live. All who believe in me shall live and never die. Jesus is the truth. He's the one you can trust. He's the one who always says exactly what you need to hear. His word, the law, and the gospel. Attached to it, the Holy Spirit, the helper, creates and sustains faith within you. That's the truth. Jesus is the one who convicted the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. He did so by the cross. That's the truth. He's given you eternal life, peace, comfort, and joy. That's the truth. 
He now speaks the truth to you. Through his holy, precious word, read from the Bible, preached by pastors, attached to water and baptism, to bread and wine so that you can eat his body and blood, the body and blood that died on the cross and now is alive forever. That's the truth. He's the one who will bring you out of this world one way or another, one day or another, to bring you into a world without suffering, without sin, without death, without viruses, without quarantine, without fear, to live there forever. That's the truth. And the truth sets you free, dear Christian. You're free from being a slave to opinions. You've heard the truth after all. You're free from fear of death. It's nothing. Jesus has overcome it for you. You're free to do what's best in your own eyes to take care of your family so long as God's word is preached into your ears because that's the real important thing. You're free to vote your conscience, including voting out politicians you disagree with and voting for those who you support. You're free to love your neighbor and care for them, even if they're angry at you. You're free to work with your coworker, even if they disagree with you. You're free. The blood, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus. Free to hear his word free to receive his gifts, free to be glad at what he does for you, free to live in the truth, free to live in Jesus. Dear friends in Christ, all of your sin is covered by his blood. All of your questions are answered by his resurrection. All the doubts, uncertainties, and confusions, the difficulties of this world are made well in his work and in his word and in his gifts. He sends his Holy Spirit to you to remind you of that all the time. He sends his Holy Spirit to call, gather, enlighten, and sanctify you, to make you a Christian. He sends the Holy Spirit to you to help you as you face this life and this world. Jesus is the truth. He guides you in that truth. He sustains you in that truth. And that truth overcomes all the lies, the opinions, 
the questions, the struggles and difficulties of this world and promises you a world of peace without end. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.